0: Amen. When the good Lord was creating mothers, he was into his sixth day of overtime. When the angel appeared and said, you're taking a lot of time on this one. And the Lord said, have you read the specs?" on this order. She has to be completely washable, but not plastic. Have 180 movable parts, all replaceable. Run on black coffee and leftovers daily. Have a lap that disappears when she stands up. A kiss that can cure anything from a broken leg to a broken heart. And six pairs of hands. The angel shook his head slowly and said, six pairs of hands? The Lord said figuratively, but yes. It's not the hands that are causing the problem. God remarked, it's the three pair of eyes that mothers have to have. That's on the standard model, asked the angel. The Lord nodded, one pair that sees through closed doors when she asked, what are your kids doing in there? When she already knows what they're doing. Another here in the back of her head that she sees what she doesn't want to see and shouldn't see but knows what's going on. And, of course, the ones here in front that can't look a child when he is goofy up and say, I understand, I love you, without so much of uttering a word. God said, the angel touching his sleeve gently, get some rest tomorrow. God said, I can't. I'm so close to creating something, so close to myself. Already I have one who heals herself when she is sick. Can feed a family on one pound of food can't get a nine-year-old to stand up in a shower the angel circled the model of a mother very slowly it's too soft the angel sighed. but tough said God excitingly you can't imagine what this mother can do or endure can it think not only can it think said the Lord but it can reason, it can compromise, it can say amen when I can Said the creator, finally, the angel bent over and ran his finger across the cheek of the new formed mother and said, oh Lord, there's a leak. There's a leak in this mother that you created. I told you, God, that you you put too much into this model. And the Lord said, it's not a leak. It's not a leak. It's a tear. The angel said, I've never seen a tear. What is a tear for, good Lord? The good Lord said, that tear is for joy. That tear is for sadness. That tear is for disappointment. That tear is for loneliness. That tear is for gladness. It's for happiness. It's a tear that you would never see on no other creature but a mother when God created a mother. Say amen when you can. I, I want to speak for just a few minutes because I know we want to go and take mama to eat. Let's say again, happy Mother's Day. Y'all didn't say it like y'all meant it. Like mama didn't wipe you when you couldn't wipe yourself. Say amen when you can. When everybody else turned their back on you, y'all can't hear me. Mama is the only one with you. Mama can see you do wrong and make an excuse and say, "Baby, you must have been thinking about some man." That's Mama. I, I just want to talk this morning on a subject: Where would the church be without a mother? Where would the church be? Without a mother. And then I get to where we would be. Without a mother. Where would we be? Without a mother. The one that, for your young people, I know you got a lot of friends and a lot of folk that you think love you. And on your side all the time. Your best friend is your mama. Your best friend is your mama. Now, it's kind of complicated as being men and men. It's not about y'all today, amen. But you know, there's nothing, especially some of us that are mama boys. Say amen when you can It ain't nothing wrong with being a mama's boy. See a son is a son to he take a wife, but a daughter's a daughter for life. y'all don't want to hear that. That person that calls you on Sunday morning to make sure you go to church. I'm talking about that person. And I'm even talking about that person that when you stop going to church, she go get your kids. and take them. To church. I want us to get the understanding that a mother and a mother's love expressed in the Bible is the closest love that God has for us. I want to break it down just a tad bit so you can get it. All right? And it's not because men are not, uh, when Eve sinned. I'm going to take us back to the beginning. God told Eve, you're going to be saved And childbearing. I want you all to get this. When 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 it's ordained by God, you can fight it. You could strangle it or try to strangle it. But God said it is not child delivery. Y'all not get that. It's child bearing. My mama's still trying to tell me what to do at 53 years old. And I want to say, mama, I'm a grown man. But because it's mama, you shut up and you listen Because mama will tell you she forgot more than you know. Because it's mama. That's just why I want to make sure, because in this day and age, we take mama for granted. Say, man, when you can't. I'm in the school, so I see it all the time. I ask kids, you know, when they cuss, do you kiss your mama with that dirty mouth? And they say, I don't kiss mama. But I know it's a half the folk here wish they could kiss their mama today. Amen. You know the stuff mama told you? What was going to happen when you went to that party when you wasn't supposed to? And when you are in trouble, the first thing you think about is what mama said. Is that what it only happen to me? I'm going to get to the sermon. I'm going to get to the sermon in a minute. I, I'm halfway there because I'm not going to stay here long. I want you all to understand how vital it is to have a mother and how God made sure. See, it seemed like a negative when they sinned in the garden, even though it was. God brought us closer to someone that would never ever, ever yes. turn their back on you. Yes. Amen? Yes. The lowest snake in the grave Come on. Come on. got a mama. And that mama will fight you over that boy. So let's take it back to the church. We have some of the greatest women Known in history, known in history that has helped move the church forward. And for some of those of you all that are not mothers, you are a mother because you've been a mother to so many. And I want to make sure, I want to make sure I, I, that we get that, that, that sometimes some folk are motherless. And sometimes that hug, that encouragement, that look in the eye, that is providing kindness and motherly attention. We're going to go to Romans chapter 16. We're going to start at verse 1. And I want to make sure we understand the role that mothers played and women played in the church. We all good, church, this morning? I don't want us to make sure we get this. Even though God ordained men to leave. Amen. Don't get quiet on me, sisters. To be elders and, and, and deacons and ministers, which will be, mark my words, an issue the next 20 years in the church. I don't get quiet. It's gonna be an issue. It's an issue now, but it's quiet. It's quiet. Why they the only ones up there? God ordained it. I wanna make sure I drop that bomb first. God ordained it. And if we go against God's ordination, God will get you. And not only would God get you. Let me say this. I, I want to bring this up. I, I talked a little bit last week about how God dealt with Pharaoh and the Egyptians. And I want to make sure we understand it. We got to be scared of God. That's why I think a lot of times we have the crown we have in our neighbor because we don't, our kids are not scared of nobody. Y'all ain't hear me. I ain't talking about beating them. I'm talking about fear. My father can't pull up and I... Y'all know what I'm talking about? Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Because I know what's going to happen. Say amen when you can. got to fear. And we we'll sometimes take advantage of the love that mama had for us. Because we know, especially us boys, we know how to work mama. Put them sad eyes on and She'd be like, okay. Pharaoh went against God. And see, God will put you on front street. He did all these things to get his attention. But then he killed Pharaoh's son. I want y'all to get, I want y'all to understand this. Pharaoh's son didn't do nothing to them them Hebrews. Sometimes God'll jump over you and get your offspring. God ain't hear me. Y'all ain't hearing me. Sometimes he'll jump over you. But we're gonna pay. He's gonna equalize this. But back to the text. Anyway, back to the text. What we have here is, Paul is writing his salutations as he is in jail. To those that have done and helped to sustain the church. And he started off by telling the brethren there, I'm sending my sister Phoebe. Phoebe did a whole lot of good work. Covered a whole lot of sins for us. Kept us, stuck us here and there because at the time it was hard to have a nice church building like this. They met at each other's home. And she was, Stella, on the run because they were trying to kill old Phoebe. And Paul wrote the letter and said, Welcome her. She has done well for Jesus, it's the sake of Jesus Christ. He even went on, Deborah, Donna, and said, whatever she needs, give it to her. And I'm trying to tell you the role that women and mothers have played in the church has been astronomical. And sometimes we overlook them looking at men in the church. Even in this church, when the men at home watching the game, sometime right, Sister Williams picking up garbage. Say it, man. Come on, brothers. I ain't mad at nobody. I'm just saying they keep the church moving. I'm not saying that the church wouldn't be here because it's God's church, it would be here. But they keep the church moving. The Bible stresses the vital role of mothers in the transition of our faith. Not only is motherhood vital in the Old Testament, Paul calls out the mother of Timothy and his grandmother. He honors them for being the one who gave Timothy the vision of what to believe. I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelleth first in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice and now I am sure dwellers in you as well, Second Timothy chapter 1 and verse, 10, verse 15. Not only those two, but Mary had church in her house, Acts chapter 12 and verse 12. And when he had considered this thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark where many were gathered together praying. And then there was Lydia's house, Acts 16 and 40, where the Bible says, And they went out of prison and entered into the house of Lydia, and when they had seen the brethren, they comforted them and departed. And there was Priscilla and Aquila. Romans chapter 3 and 5, the Bible says, Greet Priscilla and Aquila. My helpers in Christ Jesus, who have for my life, for my life, laid down their own necks, unto whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. But that's not my main point here. My main point is in the scripture read this morning. Let's go over there, Romans chapter 16. And I'm gonna end it, like I said, I know y'all wanna go eat. Y'all got, y'all got food on your mind. I'ma preach. I'ma give, I'm give you something. I'm, gonna give you, I'm about to give you something that you never knew. I'ma give you, ooh, you knew it, but we walked right over it. I'm going to give this to you, and we're going to read a couple, of two verses and this message. will be y'all. Amen. Say amen when well, you can. Amen. And in this verse, Paul is giving salutations to all of those that have been helping, and he's giving special emphasis to the mothers. But this particular verse, it's got some in it. You ever ate a real good piece of pork chop? And you turned it over and it still got good meat there. Mm -hmm. Y'all ain't here, man. Come on. Don't start acting like I I know everybody can't eat sodium and salt and all that. I miss it. But anyway, here we go. All right. Let's go to verse 16. Let's go to verse uh, 13, if you can. If you can show verse 13 up there. Let's go to verse 13. Verse 13. All right. It says, salute Rufus salute Rufus I thought you was talking about a brother today uh, talking about the sisters and the the mothers brother Howard I am it goes on and it says chosen in the Lord Lord." y'all good y'all catching that we're going to get that bottom of that pork chop in a minute and his Mother and my. You ever hear somebody else's mama treat you like you was her child? Come on now, y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't catching that. He didn't even, you know how we like to drop names? I gotta have my name called. He didn't call a name. He didn't have to. (laughs) The impact she made on him was amazing. But I'm gonna tell you, it goes deeper than that. Pull up Mark chapter 12 and verse 15. Follow with me now. I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you something. I'm going to show you how good this mother was and how how, uh, 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 Mark chapter 15 and verse 12. I apologize. I'm going to do the reverse so we can make sure we understand how deep this is. All right. Here we go. All right. Did I get to get it, get you the right verse? Uh, uh, let me, let me. Y'all, don't charge that to my, my head. Charge it to my heart. All right, here we go. 15 and 21. I'm sorry, 15 and 21. It was a one and a two I had to mix it up. But I'm trying to make a point here. All right. And they compelled one Simon, a serene, a brother, a black man. Y'all, it hear me? A black man, a brother. Hey, man, how you doing? Good to see you. Uh, who passed by, coming out of the country, and he was the father of Alexander and Rufus. And to bear the cross of Jesus. What we have here is Simon the brother from Cyrene. He went home. He told his wife of his experience. Now I want y'all to get this now. I want y'all to get this real, real slow. All right? Because women, ladies, the hand that rocks the cradle is the hand that rules the world. Sometimes, you know, you ever seen a basketball player that's about seven feet? Y'all know y'all like basketball and they throw the ball down to him and he just don't, he don't know what he, he don't know how tall he is. and <laughs> <laughs> Right? Sometimes we don't know the power. Harold, feeling me right? Sometimes we don't know the power that we have. Sisters, y'all got a whole lot of power. Got a whole lot of influence. Y'all sing, y'all saying, it, amen, amen. amen brother, amen. amen. Simon went home, told his mother, his mother, I mean, Simon went home and told his wife, his wife taught his children. If you wanna go study it, you can go study it. She went home and taught them about the church. Did she teach them about the church? She started church in her home, and when Paul came by, come over here, she treated Paul like Paul was her son and he had such impact I don't know if it caused Paul to help establish all these churches I don't know if it helped Paul to write all the 13 epistles but he did it after he met her I mean, come on home y'all, y'all didn't catch that I gave you something. I told you I was gonna give you something that you'd never hear so he poured in all his salutations In Romans chapter 16, all these folk that he called by name, he identified the woman that he felt treated him more like a mother than anybody else. Amen, church? Amen. So what would the church be without a mother? What would the church be? My own personal conviction, my, my grandmother became a member of the church in the late 40s. She was a staunch Baptist. Went to a tent meeting down in Mississippi. Couldn't believe that man said that she was going ahead. See, they weren't afraid to say it back then. She went home and got Thule and Miss Boozy. They went back. Could you imagine that that, that stocking halfway rolled up that ankle? I know you're visualizing it. And she went to go turn up some dust in that building, in that little tent. But the word convicted her and she became baptized as a member of the church. You got your own story about your mom and your grandmama? That woman caused thousands to be saved. Your mama and your grandmama might have did the same thing. So where would the church be? Without a mother. Where would the church be without a mother? Where would most of us be? Out there hanging out on Rush Street, chilling and kicking it. Where would we be? Without a mother. But there is one mother that's greater than, besides my mother. We'll drop that. There's one mother that's greater than all the mothers. That he is the bride of Christ. She has produced more offspring than anybody can ever imagine. It started in 1833 when her husband took on sin, was nailed to the cross. And in Ephesians chapter 5, the Bible says, yeah, the husband is the head of the wife, just like Christ is the head of the church. And he gave his life for her on Calvary's cross where he saved all mankind and he left the keys to the kingdom to his dear friend peter yeah. and in acts chapter 2 the bible says when they were all in one place in one mind the holy spirit filled them and filled the house where they were sitting and they began to speak in clothing tongues as the spirit gave them utterance yeah. 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 In their dwelling In Jerusalem, representatives from all nations, and the the apostles began to speak in other tongues, and the noise was all abroad, and the men there began to say, are these men drunk on new wine? But Peter says, nobody drunk because it's just a nice hour of the day. And Peter took those spiritual keys out and began to preach the first gospel message. And if you come down to 2 and 32, after telling them about Joel and the old and David, the old patriarchs, those who gave themselves for the church and never would get a chance to see it. David said, if I could just be a doorkeeper. The Lord's church, he told them to repent and be baptized, every one of you, on the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And on this day, the Bible says 3,000 souls were baptized. It was added, they didn't, join the, they didn't join the faith, they were added to the church. That's the greatest mother. Am I talking too loud? What would the church be without her namesake? The greatest mother. Where would the church be? Without a mother. And this is not about gloating. This is about that God chose to put the most precious things in her hands to nurture, careful. I think y'all do a little bit too much sometimes, but that's me, it's a man. He chose the mother to be that instrument, to lead, y'all ain't hearing me, when Jesus died, the first to the sepulchre was a mother. When Jesus died, he said, "Mother, look at your son," because a mother not supposed to see a son in that condition. He didn't ask nobody else to be looked after except his mother. This message is for you and for your mothers, and for you women that may not have children. And I'm gonna say it again, you have mothered. You've mothered to me. Now I know this is a different world, all right? But it's a whole lot of mothers in here, a whole lot of women that whoop me. But that ain't gonna happen today. I ain't talking about me. I'm talking about we can't whoop kids today. Uh-huh. But a whole lot of y'all took that belt to me, and I appreciate it. I didn't then. I was like, God, will you kill them, please? <laughs> kill them now. Kill them in front of everybody. But y'all cared enough to whoop my little narrow butt. and We got to go back to that. I don't care. We got to go back. We want to save this generation. We got to go back to that old time religion. That was good enough for me. Is that alright church? Stand up on your feet. Stand up on your feet. If you are not a member of the Lord's church, I can't look. I can't come get you. But you are not here by chance. a whole lot of folk They got the phone call this morning to pick a body up. And it wasn't yours. But God chose us in spite of us to be part of his. And I'm just glad that in Revelations when, when, the, when, the, when, when John said I see a number that no man can number. And I just hope that I'm in that number. I hope my wife and my children, my family, I hope they're in that number. Because I don't want to be down there fighting with that dude. Because he's going to be mad forever. If you're not a member of the Lord's Church, all I can do is say come by believing the gospel. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 24, verse 14, when this kingdom, then this gospel of the kingdom, Mm -hmm. is preached as a witness to all nations, then cometh the end. And John said, nobody knows. Everybody been peeking, trying to figure out when the end is coming. But it's coming. Not even the angels know. Jesus said, I don't know. He says, "My father is gonna come as a thief in the night, son. In the night, when nobody, when we all sitting there sleeping peaceful, that's when all time. And the Bible says that Jesus is gonna come. He's gonna put one foot on the water. He won't put one on land in you know, all time. She'll stop." Said son. And then we're going to say, we're going to have to, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 14, we all going to have to kneel and give an account of things done while in the body, in the mind. We're going to have to give one. So if you're not a member of the Lord's church, I ask you to come. The Lord is calling. Don't let the word call you to be harsh. Receive the word, Because when we stand before God, he's going to hide times and dates and even, uh, you had your chance. You had time. You had a time to come. The Bible says, and I'm going to finish right here. Revelations chapter 20, 19 and 21. And the books were opened. And all things that were done by us are written in the book. And those that have not given themselves over to God will have to deal with that fire and brimstone. Are we all right, Giants? And if you are a member of the Lord's church, look, we need to pray hard for one another Because nobody's going to leave this world unscathed. But thank God for your mama and for the mothers and the number one mother, which is the church. This message is for you. Thank you for your time. Thank Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. For the Lord's day. It's Mother's Day, but it's the Lord's day. Y'all know what that means. We have to put all everything to the side because it's His day. Make it plain, Reggie. Make it plain. Make it plain, I'm tired. I got a headache, but it's the Lord's day. Come on, Reggie. Come on. My children bother me. They're on my nerves. It's the Lord's day. My spouse is fussing at it. It's the Lord, Day. She didn't speak to me in church when I walked in. It's the Lord, Day. Let's keep that in mind. As we toil with the things that we deal with on a normal basis, God woke me up this morning. I could have been laying somewhere else. You could have been laying somewhere else. But God chose individually to give me another chance to try to get it right. Say amen when you can.